<laughs> yeah, yeah, you like that? Thought it was going to be the nice, calming tones of Vivaldi's Four Seasons for this episode? No, it's Halloween time, baby! And I'm too cheap to pay for royalty fees for modern music, and too lazy to search around online for free spooky music, so you know what you get? That's right, Toccata and Fugue in D minor by Johann Sebastian Bach. That guy's long dead. Couldn't copyright me if he rose from the grave. Ah, uh, I love the public domain. You can use the stuff in there with no consequences. It's probably why so many horror stories use Dracula, the Wolfman, and Frankenstein. No, not the monster, the scientist who created him. The scientist is named Dr. Frankenstein, and the monster doesn't even get a name. Look, I know a century of pop culture and media has made everyone think that the monster is called Frankenstein, but cheese people, brush up on your early 19th century English gothic horror literary skills. Huh. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not one to talk. I, I literally only read that book because I was forced to in 10th grade. But hey, who doesn't love horror books from the 1800s warning us about the dangers of unchecked science, capitalism, and political power? Three things that I'm sure we have fixed in the century and a half since these books came out, right? What's that? These problems are even worse now? Oh. Well, we're screwed as a civilization. And that's what makes these horror stories with monsters so appealing. It creates a single character that we can have represent ideas and issues that are either unseen or hard to grasp. I mean, the idea that the upper echelon of society live in luxury as their actions kill the poor? That's a intangible idea that might be hard to grasp for some people. But a rich count who drinks the blood of the poor and kills people... Now that's a tangible thing. I can picture that. We can relate to and understand that. But enough about talking about Bram Stoker's Dracula and other such things. Because there's a question I'm sure you've had. And if you haven't, then just uh, pretend you have. And that question is, why do we celebrate a holiday? Why do we have a holiday for celebrating all things spooky and creepy? Why and how? Did we start celebrating Halloween? Where do the costumes and candy fit into all this? And why does my neighbor always give out fruit for Halloween? It's healthier and just as sweet. Well, let's find out on this spooky episode of Historical Hijinks. Nobody wants fruit on Halloween unless it's an apple covered in an obscene amount of caramel, Mrs. Jenkins. So, as you probably know, many of the major holidays celebrated in places with ties to Western culture are represented far differently compared to how the holiday was originally. Many of the bigger holidays celebrated in Europe from the medieval ages were religious in some way, usually with ties to Christianity. But those holidays have now become less about their religious root and become much more of an appealing celebration to a broad audience. 
Think about how Christmas was kind of about the birth of Christ, and now it's just about a jolly old man who sneaks into your house to leave presents. But Halloween has stayed surprisingly close to its original roots, albeit it was originally about warding off spirits instead of celebrating them, and there were no ye old full-size Snickers bars back in the 6th century. Halloween has its roots in Ireland, Scotland, and Wales with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. It was a festival from October 31st to uh, November 1st, and it celebrated the harvest, the coming of the darker half of the year, and spirits, as they believed during this time of year, the barriers between the physical world and the other world began to weaken at that time of year. They celebrated with three days and three nights of partying and drinking. It's also important to note that in ancient Celtic belief, the other world wasn't just home to ghosts and spirits. You could expect all kinds of creatures to visit the material world. From fairies to witches, headless men riding horses, shapeshifters, and other staples of Celtic mythology. People also dressed up in costume, made from animal skin, and would go door to door, singing songs of the dead and receiving cakes. Which is honestly even better than a full-sized candy bar. Some people would even pull pranks or tricks on each other claiming it was the work of mischievous fairies. They had a large bonfire lit by the druids, and eventually they started putting candles in hollowed-out turnips called jack-o'-lanterns, which were probably inspired by the ghost stories of the Will-o'-the-Wisps. And yes, I know jack-o'-lanterns are now made with pumpkins, but this is a time when pumpkins only grew in the Americas, and it would be a while before Europe got their hands on them. It was a great time for all, until the Romans came in the early 1st century. You see, the Romans had some holidays of their own that took place around the same time as Samhain. And uh, the holidays kind of mixed, adding a fixation more on the dead, uh, you know, ghosts and spirits and such, and apples for some reason? I don't know, something to do with the Roman god of apples. It's also probably why bobbing for apples is a, you know, classic Halloween party game. But these were minor changes, and the Celts continued to celebrate Samhain for the next 400 years, until Christianity decided to get involved. You see, at the time, Christianity was not as deeply embedded into culture, or as widespread as it would be, say, in the later part of the medieval ages. The religion was still in its infancy and still spreading, including the British Isles, where it had started to gain some influence there. But many people were not too keen on parting with their traditions that they and their people have been celebrating for thousands of years. So, the Christian church made a compromise, allowing people to still have their quote-unquote pagan celebrations and traditions as long as it had something to do with Christianity. This system was actually the birth of many modern holidays, including Christmas, where a Northern European celebration called Yule was celebrated, but they just decided to make it about the birth of Jesus instead of the birth of the sun. Although, for a millennium afterwards, Christmas was still celebrated the same way as Yule, with all the fires, alcohol, and partying you could ask for. But that's obviously not the case today, unfortunately. Christmas parties would be way cooler instead. Either way, the same thing happened to Samhain, with Pope Boniface moving the holiday to May 13th, and made the holiday about saints, calling it All Saints Day. Eventually, however, in the 9th century, Pope Gregory returned uh, All Saints Day to November 1st, and uh, decided to call it All Hallows Day, derived from the Middle English word meaning All Saints Day. 
and the day before, October 31st, was All Hallows' Eve, eventually shortened to Hallows' Eve, and now today, Halloween. Despite the temporary attempt at Christianization of the holiday, Samhain stayed mostly the same, besides name change and reworking evils seen on the holiday to be caused by the devil instead of fairies and other such creatures. Centuries passed, and Halloween mostly just stayed in Ireland and parts of Scotland and Wales, with some people from there immigrating to the American colonies, leading to a few places celebrating it, but mostly just Maryland because, you know, PAGANISM! and the mostly Protestant colonies of America wanted nothing to do with it. I mean, to be fair, many places in early America also banned Christmas, so, you know, they were kind of buzzkills. Some about the raging parties and drinking and such. But in the 19th century, an event occurred in Ireland known as the Great Potato Famine, where, long story short, a disease destroyed all the potatoes, which was their main crop, and there was a massive food shortage, and people, you know, moved to new places because, you know, humans kind of need food to survive. This caused a flood of Irish immigrants to move to other places, including America. And with this new influx of Irish immigrants came their love of Halloween. And it soon became a widespread holiday in America. People would dress up, go trick-or-treating, and communities would get together and, and celebrate this ancient holiday that, by some miracle has stood the test of time for thousands of years. People even started throwing Halloween parties to stop teens from vandalizing their properties. True story. They, that why do you think there's so many sweets on Halloween? It's to conk out the kids. We now celebrate Halloween as a day where we honor everything spooky and scary. And we regale tales and stories about monsters and vampires and the such. Children get sugar rushes and everyone dresses up. And that, my friends is the story of Halloween. Honestly, Halloween is my favorite holiday, just because it's fun. And because it's based on an ancient Celtic ritual party that no one really does anymore, it's not polarizing to any religion, making it enjoyable for everybody. So go on out there, trick or treat or go to a Halloween party responsibly. I mean, wear a mask if you're not vaccinated, seriously, and have fun. And if you end up eating our siblings' Halloween candy, just blame it on the fairies and truly have yourself a happy Samhain. Well, that's all I got for uh, for this episode. Uh, sorry if it's a bit short. It's a bit busy right now for me, but uh, hey, still getting these out there. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, happy Halloween! I hope you uh, I I hope you get lots of uh, candy. Just uh, you know, eat in moderation. Don't get a stomachache. Make sure to brush your teeth, you know, if you like the episode or, you know, you want to ask me uh, a question or uh, give me suggestions for history topics, you can, uh, you can reach me on the Twitters with the, uh, with the tag at hist hijinks, or you can email me with, uh, historical hijinks podcast at gmail.com. Uh, anyway, thank you once again so much for listening. I'm Nicholas Fowler and happy Halloween! Mm-hmm.